everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, horrible, delectable, disgusting ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, A.J. Hart. Now, you might notice a couple noises on my recording this week. Uh-huh. That is because I am having a small construction of repairing my, na- my roommate's shower and a Small, apparently, work project happening at mm, 6.40 p.m. at night yeah, of my neighbor leaf-blowing the roof. I, I don't know say, why like, he's what, doing that. Why is it so Why so late? Like, Well, I mean, because you want to stay Well, the construction the heat, right? is happening late because my, co- my roommate is a construction guy, and that's just uh-huh. what he does. And so he's doing uh, this after work. He has a real job, unlike us podcasters. I he's get got it. a real job. Well, I also job. have a real job, which is why I'm <laughs> podcasting at 6.40 p.m. at night. The part that's throwing me for the loop is the leaf blower on the roof um i guess that is something that you're supposed to do i guess i'm just used to like not doing you it. just yeah you just, <laughs> just don't do it like i know everyone's <laughs> supposed to be like oh make sure you clean out your leaf the leaves from your gutters and it's like yeah okay bud and then we won't because we don't because why would we yeah i've always kind of felt like the gutters it would just deteriorate because like i just don't I don't. I'm yeah, that kind surely of I'm the that, weather will take care of itself. Yeah, because I'm kind of I'm, I'm one of those guys where it's like if I don't see it, it'll handle itself. That's why like all of my mess exists in my closet and like <laughs> underneath my bed. Because I'm just like, nah. If you know, like if somebody were to walk into my room and it looks clean, then it is clean. Um, <laughs> I think it is worth mentioning that like the leaf thing, the leaf gutter situation is. This is coming from two people who don't intend to own a home. Maybe I, ever. I intend to own a home. I want to have. I want to have my own little log cabin, bare bowl, wrought iron place. Yeah, catch me All out right, there. Well, you heard him. Blake wants to own a home. So if you're listening to this and you're not signed up to our Patreon, could you help a man fulfill a wish before he dies? <laughs> There's so int- much work between I, here and home ownership. <laughs> we're millennials. I uh, yeah. If I intend to own a home in Los Angeles, uh, God help me. That's just not or anywhere. My yeah. aunt was telling me about a house that was up for sale across her street that went for a quarter of a mil, and they live in like Fuck. some Beaverton well, place. Well, actually, that's pretty cheap for a house. That's not that a bad. quarter of a million dollars. That's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How much money do you think houses normally go for? Less than a quarter mil. <laughs> less than that (laughs) no 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 my sweet summer child no houses are not are like hardly ever that cheap unless it's out in nowhere like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a house is a really good price um like for example the house that i'm in the, the ones that my that my like adoptive parents own it's like when they bought it back in the 90s it was worth like 600,000 now it's worth like almost it's close to closer to 8 um, that's so much money. Yeah, because that's that's houses, and especially in LA, where everybody's where it's just price gouged to fucking craziness. It's insane. It's insane. Hey, so if you want to take pity on me, I'm sick of talking about the realty market, uh, uh, was, the home was, market. Was, you want to talk do, about video games? Sure, but I was gonna I was gonna do like a, a shameless like plug of our Patreon. If you know, I already did me. that. I already covered right. that one. Come on, uh, keep up. Hey, never, a video, never, video never game. You play twice. anything good lately? You play anything you, good this week? Have I played anything, dude? I'm playing Death Store right now, and gotta say. It's adorable. Um, I don't think it's like it has like shaken my foundations as a gamer or it's like it's it's a wholly unique experience that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. But as like 
a Zelda. It took all of the fun, creepy shit from Studio Ghibli movies and like architectural design characters, a little bit of morbid comedy and put that into a Zelda game. Um, and it's just, it's really fun. It's really cute. You play a little crow with a sword and you're out trying to collect souls. It's just, it's, it's fun. I enjoyed that. What about you? I've been playing Danganronpa V3, Day oh, Killing Harmony, I believe is the I, subtitle of that one. I hear that game is terrible. Really? I've heard, so I don't know anything about it. I'm gone, I'm going into this game blind, just like I've gone into the last two Danganronpa games blind. Uh-huh. And I have to say, the first trial and the character that you were playing as is such an absolute delight. I am absolutely enamored with her. Yeah, it's having also... a character that actually has a personality is maybe the best thing that Danganronpa could have done for itself as a franchise. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like getting to talk and do scenes with a character that has a personality in a visual novel is really interesting because all of a sudden now when you talk to characters like in the first two games you play as a blank slate, boring guy yeah, that's just sort of there. Yeah. But when you have a character that actually has a personality and she's like, oh, I'm the ultimate pianist. And then characters will use that as a launching pad to talk to you. And then they're oh. also, it's really she, nice. There's there's this character oh, named Kaito. And when you go talk to him for your little like bonding scene, he's like, hey, you're a pianist, right? Can you teach me how to play music? And then you learn about how and why he wants to learn to play music, which is a conversation he, you only ever would have had with you, the ultimate pianist. Oh, so there's like, actually, it's not. It's no longer a self-insert character. It's like actually experiencing somebody else's. Yes. I, I like With that, that because being said, oh no, sorry, that, keep going. Well, I was just gonna say I like that because it feels way more. Um, I feel like when your character is on the line or in danger, you actually give a little bit more of a shit because it's yeah. just to me it's like a self-insert character there's always like yes this is they're talking to me but i never really feel that danger but it's like oh the character i'm playing who i know a lot about and have grown attached to is in danger like that feel, yeah that, i think that feels way cooler that's just in a visual novel. i think that there's a whole discussion to be had about like visual novels and games where you have a character that exists somewhere on the fringes of being a self-insert versus being an actually written character like mm-hmm. i think hajime from dragon Ronpa 2 is in a weird spot because like he <laughs> has a personality but he's kind of a like a dirt bag oh, uh, kind of a weirdo yeah because he's just he's mean to everybody but then he doesn't have like character traits like i've spent 60 hours playing danganronpa one and i don't know a character trait about hajime i know that he's kind of mean and doesn't like people and that's it uh i mean he cares for Kyoko. i mean like i think they have like a romantic thing him and kyoko like kyoko kirigiri the police the detective girl that's that's Makoto from the first one. Hajime is oh, the Ma- main character from the second one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got their names confused because I'm a I'm a I'm I'm dumb. Also, dumb, liking dumb. a girl is not a personality trait. I'm gonna say that one too. Well, okay. Hold on. No, 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 I do think that is a character trait because it can be utilized to express personal taste and interests in people in the people you want to bond with. So yes, there is a per- that is a personality. Okay, trait. fair enough, fair enough. Like your your in your romantic, either be it physical or emotional, could say a lot about you. And I fuck you. <laughs> all right, fair um, with all those celebrations of Dengenrunpa three, I do think that the first case I did finish it. It is an absolute trip. It is maybe 
maybe the coolest move that they could that the Danganronpa franchise could have done. I'm being very vague because I know that you will get through this game eventually. Yeah, I'm working through the second one right now. It is one of the coolest twists that they could have done in a Danganronpa scene. They made this twist three cases too early, and it is very uh, frustrating that it happened so early in the game. It oh. is such a cool moment, though. Oh, weird. Um, okay, play well, Danganronpa you know, hey. three. It's a at least for the first case because it's good. Right. I don't know where it's going to go from here. Let's, I've let's, also let's... heard, like you were just saying, you've heard that it's not very good. I don't know why that is. I have a speculation why people don't like it based on the first case, but I don't know if the results of that first case are going to damage the rest of the game as much as I fear it will. So with that being said, I think that we're good to, I'm good to jump into the show if you are. Oh, okay. Well, I just wanted to do 10, 10 second rant, 10 second rant. One, okay, yeah. uh, everybody says three is the worst. I'm going through two right now. It is, in my opinion, I'm getting towards the second case. I think it is a vastly inferior game to the first one. Uh, it's way too long. The characters uh, are interesting. No, but no because I, yeah, the characters fan. are so much better in number two. Yeah, but it's like the story itself and how the story paces itself out. Not a big fan of it. This one comes to us on Twitter from... <laughs> <laughs> like my, my little segment. This one comes to us on Twitter it. from Drew Davenport at under the app. This one comes to us from Drew Davenport. God, man, I just keep fucking this up. Come on, one, I believe in you. This one comes to us from the great, the awesome, the bestest person. Please forgive me for freaking uh, screwing up your name a couple of times. Drew Davenport at the underscore Davenporter, a boxing game that plays like Wii Sports. God, fucking god you are you are I'm doing so on, bad on it this nah, time. dude i'm i'm reading like a really scary book right now that's like all formatted wrong so like anytime i read something i'm like expecting something to be super weird so like <laughs> you're my, expecting my the brain, words to jump scare you yeah i'm expecting my words to the i'm gonna turn it how it's house of leaves by mark daniel litsky by the way uh weird weird book a boxing game that plays like Wii Sports Sword Adventure. Beat the opponent, then his coach, then the ref. Eventually, you're fighting every audience member in the stands, and then you break out of the arena and start boxing cars, uppercut, uppercutting them straight into the stratosphere. AJ. Yes. I want to take a game. Remember Wii Boxing back in the day? And yeah, how I do. fucking awful you would feel at the end of every match where you and your buddy or your, you and your parents are just like flailing your arms and you just feel that pain in your shoulders and your elbow and your sides because this is the fucking... You are speaking like somebody that apparently got beat at Wii Boxing very often because that's the burning of success and power and it I feels mean, great. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I would lose a lot. I don't know. I would fuck shit up at Wii Sports Bowling. Um, I was pretty good at that one, but everything... Actually, Wii Tennis I was pretty good at, too, but everything else I but sucked. But you weren't powerful sucked. enough for the for the boxing game, huh? You're right. You were ready to I go in there and throw enough. hands. But you, you know what's on the rise lately is exercise games. What yeah. if we did a game that is all about stamina? So it is nonstop punching where you start with the game, you start with the match, you start and then you go to the ref and then you go to the coach and then you go all that stuff. And it is literally nonstop punching. And you are trying to see how far in the universe you can get in the in the universe line of people that want to fight you. So I, I'm trying to think of another so game. So it's where a it's survival. Like, it's any it's survival survive. arcade mode in any fighting game, except that instead of like the fighting game survival system, we've just replaced it with the Wii Boxing. Yes, but it also is reliant on your own stamina. So yeah. where the where the wrinkles that we can come into this is is there. 
um, to make each run unique, are there power-ups? Are there moments of... Actually, you know what would be kind of cool? What if all of your power-ups didn't make you a better fighter, but you were fighting for rest power-ups? So it's like you so every time to, you get a power up, you get five seconds to relax. Yeah, it, but maybe it's different power up. So it's like, what if we did like a sort of darkest dungeon route where it is like you start with this overworld map or sorry, darkest dungeon two. they're doing this thing where it's like you can pick which route you take and each route will have variables in it. It'll have like unique fighters. It'll have um, unique power ups, but all of the power ups are rest based. So it'll be like, hey, you get. 60 seconds you get 30 seconds you get oh you get one second well tough luck man and you and you get like some sort of power up with every fight that you do um but the wrinkle is is you don't know what that power up or that rest power up is going to be and you don't know who you're going to be fighting imagine if it's like the roster no, but the, of, again those rest power ups are somehow tied to you blake ray the person playing the game the game gets to tell you how much water you're allowed to drink is that what you're proposing yes exactly you're proposing so like, a game that like is an endurance test not only because of the amount of work that is being put in but uh -huh. because people will be forced to adhere to the rules that we've created yes and they will not get a water break until the rng has decided that they get a water break yes yes and this idea comes to me because like I've, I've been trying to be a little bit healthier so i've been going to the gym lately did you know that a lot of the exercise equipment actually comes at least with this gym there are timers on it so like the moment you stop exercising a countdown will start where it's like you have 60 seconds to begin exercising again or you lose all of the progress and stats that you got on this machine and i'm sorry wait what sort of stats are they tracking so they like, well okay. like is so it like counting a, the amount of reps you've done uh, yes it counts the amount of reps okay. it counts your heart rate it counts the cal uh, the calories you've burned it also counts now, a lot of it, like well, wait hold on how does it know my heart rate huh well a lot of um a lot of uh, it's really cool like a lot of exercise machines now they have like little hand grips that have like these silver plates on them and if you grip them it'll sense your heart rate coming from your hands so okay. it'll by going off of your heart rate combined with all of the other factors of the machine it'll tell you like roughly what calorie you're burning it's off by like i think like three or five percent i don't remember Damn, you really can't just go into the gym and min max it huh yeah <laughs> that was my exact thought it was like man i could really just like walk in here and be like i have my exercise down to the t i am burning x amount of calories in x amount of time be like <laughs> you know actually i had that's that freakish that actually i hate that <laughs> well no that's actually kind of cool because it's no it, that uh, is good for exactly one reason and that is so that you can memorize and take notes on everything imaginable and then if you ever get into a fight you pull out your notepad like you're a fucking anime <laughs> character with the glasses and you read off all of the stats on how powerful you are and you're like you don't want to fight me because i can keep up a heart rate of 197 beats per minute for 27 minutes on end you if you start this fight i will go on forever i've i'm capable of benching this amount of weight this many times like you oh. need to give a full breakdown of all of your physical feats like a baki character yeah i was just about to say aj this sounds like this sounds like i'm getting into baki like this sounds like yeah, and, no, there's and no other reason to have that kind of stats on yourself other than um big speeches to intimidate your enemy and wrestling promos which okay. are, again, just big speeches to intimidate your enemies. So what if we do this then? The growth of... Uh, let me pitch this to you for our fighting game. To make okay. e each, each run 
is though you might fail at it, you then gain those stats that you can brag about during your next run that could the actually gives intimidate you a people. Full list of, yes. of all yes. of the physical feats that happened. Yes. And then what this also but, means, but like, oh, is that but AJ, oh, god. So wait, hold on. No, actually, go go real quick. I'm sorry, I'm really okay. excited. So go, go, it's go, going go. to get a full stat breakdown of everything that you were able to do in that run. It's going to tell how long you were running. What was your maximum heart rate? What was your minimum heart rate? How long you were able to keep at your max? maximum and all of that data and what Uh this game uh is going to do is the next time you go in for a run before every fight a character is going to show up some nintendo wii u mascot will show up (laughs) and he like like a a scene from game of thrones will give a whole rundown of your entire stat sheet and then you will fight this person and then you will go on to the next fight and the stat guy will come back out and he will read all of your stats again and you will do this fight and then you go to the third fight and all the Mm. stats get rid of once again and so it just keeps how, going on skippable how, and you just have to stand there waiting for this guy to finish off your 15 minute rap sheet and then you get to fight. No, I, let me pitch you on this. Let me pitch you on this, because if we did that, it kind of destroys that whole thing of like this is an, an endurance test because like every as your sheet gets bigger, you get more and more rest time. Right. So uh-huh. just for the wrinkle of it, what if the power up is how long it, they read your rap sheet for? So if it's like if it's like three seconds, they say all of your feats in like a really fast like and then that's your rest time. So it's you don't get to rest in silence. You have to just listen to this person read <laughs> at, at, at a at a hyper speed rate. But here's the other wrinkle I want to throw at you. So to add some le- so every character that you fight, they will build this relationship with you because you're going to be fighting them over and over and over again, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And we talked about that there are different pathways to become the ultimate like galaxy superstar boxer. What if you can only take certain pathways when you've unlocked certain like um, stats? So it's like, yeah, hey, you're not able during- to do this one until we are feel confident enough that you can bench 320. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, hey, you need to keep your heart rate at a at a steady 190. You can't go to 191. You can't go to 189. You got to like really zen that shit. And then you can unlock this completely different route or this one character will be like, ha, I see you have your heart rate at 190 for for an excess of 10 minutes. You can come right here and fight my best champions. You know, it's just really, really cheesy. <laughs> I have one more wrinkle I'd like to throw into this game. Uh, okay, okay. Shoot it my way. I would like all of the information to be public and on my Nintendo Switch device so that if somebody checks their friend list and sees AJ Hart, they know exactly how powerful I am. Oh, my God. So are, I, want wait, this to, I, are want, I want this game to be a, the real world tool to, like, fend off the idea that people would be like, oh, you're 1v1 me, man. I bet you I could beat you up. And then they look and they're like, oh, no, <laughs> you're so good at running. <laughs> Dude, do you even, it's just, that's the name of the game. Do you even lift, bro? And just like. I think think the world would be a very different place if we had an easy way to see everybody's physical power. everybody's fucking stats. Just like how (laughs) crazy. The idea of a fr- of like a Switch friends list, but instead of seeing their like game history, you just see all of like how many calories they burn on a day to day basis. I don't know. If there I has use, to be I- an app for this, right? There has to be some Gym Pro app that like uses the Planet Fitness data sheet, so you can see the power level of all of the people around. I, honestly, you. you're probably not that far off because the the place I go to, they have each machine has a QR code that you can scan. Yes, yes, uh, yes, and, and it'll show you uh, like uh, how to 
properly do that exercise. So it takes you to videos. So it's like, I'm imagining there is data out there that tells Planet Fitness how often which machines are used based on how often they get scanned. You know, maybe. I'm just saying, you should get this stamina spreadsheet and put it on your dating app, dude. This information should be public. It should be your like Facebook profile photo. It's just a spreadsheet of how buff you are. How many pages of spreadsheet before it becomes bragging? You know, is it like is it like one page where it's like or is like it's like a resume, like a tight resume. It's not bragging. I think that everybody's Twitter, (laughs) like everybody's Twitter banner should have all of their physical feats. (laughs) Like. Just their I physical means bit- in this game. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me a game. Give me a game. Okay. This one comes from Caleb Martin, Taylor's version, at Asithius. A game with controller permadeath. Controller. I fucked that up. A game with controller permadeath. Now, I just want to throw this out there really quick. Um, uh-huh. This could be just about every other video game on the Nintendo Switch device. Because I'll be honest, I played the No More Heroes 2 port on Nintendo Switch with the Joy-Cons. And my yellow Joy-Con that I spent $60 on, $80 on, so that I could get the pretty yellow Joy-Con. It's never been the same since after I finished playing No More Heroes 2. That Joy-Con just does not work anymore. And very commonly will just disconnect. (laughs) I shook the piss out of that little plastic guy. Oh, my God. That's right, because it's you have to shit. You have to jerk off the the lightsaber right you have to, to jerk to off work. the lightsaber to charge it up but also the also the game has a fun little gimmick where like when you're playing the game whether you're holding the joy-con high or joy-con low changes like the attack combo that you're using and mm. there's also a fun gimmick where every time an enemy gets dizzy you can grapple them and then two arrows will come up on the screen that show you what ways you need to move your two joy cons so that okay. you can do a cool sumo wrestling or not a sumo a cool professional wrestling move on them oh, <laughs> honest funnily enough there is kind of a game that is like this already i think it's called symphony or symphonic but the whole thing is it's you play with like one uh, like three two to three friends so like it's a four-player game and what you do is it uses the motion sensors in like a ps4 controller and Uh it senses how still you are keeping the controller and the whole point of the game is you can only move as fast as the music is playing on the screen so and you need to try and bump the other people to get them to move their controller faster than the music. So, um, Big Shock, it often results in you smacking I'm sorry, wait, your you're French trying, controller yeah, across the screen. I was going to say, screen. you're trying to get your friends to drop their drop controllers. Drop their controller. Yeah, and that's how a lot of controllers get busted. So, can we do something along, or is it more like the actions you take in-game? No, I love your... this idea of you purposely trying to get your friends to break their shit. I uh-huh. want the I want the video game controller equivalent to the squid game to the squid game. OK, so what are you thinking? I want just a bunch of different mini games that we can do where that are involved with you bashing controllers near or at oh, each other God. without break so that you break their controllers and you don't break yours. I want controller jousting. I want controller sumo wrestling. I want controller Simon says. I want the so, little racing game where you have to make sure that you don't get your controller bumped by your friends. Oh, my God. So you're saying so 
<laughs> you want to make the most ill-advised, like, throw your controller at yes. your friend game? I, I want to make a video <laughs> game. But you know how the Wii has that little, like, recommendation at the beginning where they're like, make sure you put the strap on so that you don't throw and hurt your things. Yeah, stra- straps I want to create baby. a video game that needs, like, five different warnings like that. I mean, I think you should just throw caution to the wind. It's like this is this no warning. This like isn't that. A, yeah, this isn't a strap on game. This is a strap off game, my guy. So it's okay. <laughs> so you're saying okay. So did you ever do? Oh man, I'm one. I'm trying to figure out. Is this? Could you do a thing where this is a game, a puzzle game where you and a fellow per, and your co-player have to do horrible things with your controllers to solve puzzles within the game? So okay, okay. So you're proposing that we, the players, have to come up with the idea ourselves. Oh, maybe we just have to slam our controllers into each other, and that will yeah. solve the puzzle. Like it's like, yes. hey, we have to we have to stand on opposite sides of the room, and each controller needs to move like at 20 miles per hour. But rather than and but but rather than us catching them, they need to hit the area in between us. Yeah. So they just they <laughs> they just clap together or something like it. it is that kind of what you're thinking? What, I don't, well, now, I, now we need to decide what are we more interested in? The idea of a video game that is constantly so, like sabotaging the players and the players unknowingly are putting their controllers or semi knowingly are putting mm-hmm. their controllers through more and more abuse. You know, it'll be that moment where the players say. It feels there's got to be a better way to do this than me dropping my controller on the floor from six feet up, right? Or do we want to create a game that is consciously us as players trying to destroy each other's controllers? I think it's more fun when you're trying to destroy your other person's controllers. I do too. I think that I'm really into the idea of you being given a safe space to break your friend's stuff. (laughs) I don't know what it is about that, but like something feels very cool and flirty about it. it. the flirty like just coming into your friend's place and just be like hey i know you spent a lot of money on those on those 80 dollar switch controllers but uh foop, and you just let it just throw it to the floor and you just like <laughs> do a f- spin kick and smack their hand yes absolutely <laughs> that rules is it supposed to be i wonder if you can do a thing of what could you do the new warrior sort of- wear game's gonna be great could could you do i'm trying to think of like what are the games here because it's like right now we have haha trying to destroy our friend's controller but what does that look like is it hey you need to do a rhythm game but you need to make sure you hit the uh, your opponent's controller to the beat of the music so now it becomes this dance of like trying to get close to your opponent but not letting them get too close to your controller so then it just turns into this sort of Twister-esque thing of like... Could uh, just... we do just a bunch of different Mario-based motion control games and incentivize players to mess with each other? You know, so like oh. we do like a game where like the players have to move the controller up and down like a little jack pump to blow up a balloon. But then mm-hmm. also we're going to incentivize the players reaching over and putting their hands on each other's controllers to slow them down. Oh, but so how do you how do you award points? How do you create to... a, a setting where yeah. players want to hurt and push each other? Well, I think we obviously need to tap into. Of course, I think you and I both, you and I both secretly are thinking of one thing when we're on the idea of like playing a game where we are shoving and pushing the other person, and that yeah. is, of course, we are secretly thinking about playing video games with a sibling. You know it. Yeah. I know it. Let's just put yeah. it out there. Yeah. We've yeah. we've all done it. We've pushed and shoved and jostled our siblings' controllers forever and ever. Obviously, happen, this yeah. is it's the cane instinct. When you play a video game with a sibling, <laughs> you're gonna push them. I don't make the rules. The Bible did. <laughs> 
Might I propose to you this Luigi party? Oh, so you're Mario. So first player is always Mario, and the whole point is to dunk on the other one, right? I think it's just it's just a it's just a Mario Party game, except now Luigi's in charge. It's called Luigi Party, and everybody's just a little bit sassier. Luigi's sick of Mario's attitude, and so now like every time you go into a mini game, Luigi walks up to the camera very quickly before you start the game, and he says, "Okay, oh yeah, it's a me, Luigi. Kick your sibling in the shin." Because <laughs> okay. I think it's 2022 year of Luigi again, and now year he's Luigi. mean. He's a Luigi it, with attitude. Was was it the year of Luigi last time? Like last year, well, there was already a year of Luigi, and it was Nintendo's most on six, most unprofitable year in quite a grip. God, that's so fucked up. I love Luigi. He's he's just a tall dude, and he hunts Lu- ghosts. What yeah. an amazing little dude. All right, what if Luigi gonna... did not do it? I'm going to put right. a pin in this. I'm interested in the idea of a game where we incentivize property damage. Why don't you hit me with a game idea? Okay, I'm going to hit you with one more game. We're doing a little bit of a short episode this week um, just due to time constraints on our scheduling, but I have one more game for you. This one comes to us from Barry B. Coltrane at Nomono31. Bullet Hell Walking Simulator. I'm just, I'm just in an exercise game mood today. So is there a way we can do... Um, the world's slowest bullet hell the world's slowest bullet hell and the thing i want to tap into here is because i know you i think you've played it right where i i like just uh, i i think you've played vr super hot right yeah that game rules so remember i want to make a whole game that is just that moment where a bullet is right in front of your face and you're just trying so carefully to just move slow enough to where you can dodge it but not fast enough to where time will accelerate and it'll shoot you in the face so is okay. there a game where you have to see walk i'm interested sl- in mm-hmm. i'm fascinated that you went there because my immediate thought was that all, all the times i've played an actual bullet hell game and you have that moment of crisis where you're worried you aren't going to get out of the way of something and so you're just like Ugh. but if we mm. can extend that out by like 30 seconds so someone just mm-hmm. making a line and like come on come on come on and the big so, lasers just slowly coming their way so is each of these levels then like you are trying to get from point a to point b and you need to walk and but there's like a slow motion battle happening around you it's like you're escaping from a prison and there's like a bunch of watchtowers around you and you have to like slow walk your way like past lights, past bullets, um, just something. And of course, I think this would be, be would be VR because I think being in something. I like got that, the game. You, I got the. Oh. I got the line. The angle. Hell, hell yeah! Show it to me. We're we're going back to high school or middle school. Really, any of those <laughs> incredible years where we were youth. You know what's something that happens in media all the time that I don't think has ever happened in real life. In Are you a school, about spitballs. Spitballs. Spitballs are a good good spot. Yeah, actually, I was thinking food fight, but we're in a similar space of mouth Ooh, things being thrown at okay. people. Okay. Okay. What if you are playing as a teacher or a student that is being very respectful of the rules and trying to get from one place to the other without getting beamed with a spitball or a food or a hot dog or a pizza being thrown in the food fight? Maybe, but you can't you know, run because that would be breaking the rules. You know what we could do? Let's. Okay. So the, you're onto something here. You're onto something here. So is the backdrop. 
of this like you you said a teacher and i think that's a fun one because it's like here's um or maybe not a teacher because we just did a teacher game last week is the thing so So i think that we're gonna be a student we're gonna we're a hall monitor we're a a little teacher's pet or or it's a student that has a hot date at the end of the school day but if anything but they are going to the date with the clothes they are wearing that day so it's like they're it's like an after (laughs) they're gonna meet up at mcdonald's or whatever they need to survive the day it's like hey you got first period guess what yeah, you can't get sent out. home you can't yeah. get sent home early you so you have sent- to walk everywhere yes you can't oh my god that's such a great idea um so you actually have to go through like each period of of school for those that i don't know if like periods uh happen for everybody around the world what it is it's like you have your if you have like it depends on your scheduling but there's like you have four periods in the day and those what those four periods are um can change every other day uh, and every period is a different classroom in the yes. school. So yes. maybe first period, you have a math class. Second period, mm-hmm. you have a science class. Third period, an English class. Fourth period, psychology. What if it, what and if my fifth fucking... period, I think, for a lot of high school was PE, actually. What if it went, this then got buck wild? So it's like you, each level is, so <laughs> the first level is really, it's just really simple. It's like you're in math class, a spitball fight breaks out. You need to get over from your seat to like the fire alarm. Um, it just like, it, it, of course, it's just something super extra, you know, that would immediately stop this fight. So okay, you have wait, to get- hold on. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to go back to your spitball idea. What if you're sitting in your class? This is the, this is the spitball scenario that you were proposing and leaning into the idea of super hot. This is a bullet hell game where you are sitting in your chair and you need to duck and weave from everything that is being thrown your way. Paper, oh airplane, God. spitball, food. But you, you can't leave your yeah. seat. You need to I want survive. this to be bullet Ooh. hell five nights at Freddy's. Oh, interesting. But that's not really walking. I, I think that's one level. Like, how about that? I okay. think it's I think it's that's one level. And then the walking simulator could be like, hey, you have X amount of time to get from they, they call. I think it's called passing period or I, something. Yeah, I was, it was for, in my school is passing time, passing time um, where you have like five minutes to get from one class to the other. You need that's a level in itself, too. You need to survive all the things that people are throwing and doing and riding around. Um, just trying to avoid messes. Then you have your next class, which is maybe another sitting simulator. How long um, did you, you have to get from class to class in your school? Because I know Dude, your school was way bigger than mine. I am realizing something as of now. Like, I, I, I don't give a shit about, like, oh, the whole thing of, like, oh, I'm getting older, you know, whatever, like that. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, it's just like you're going to get old. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but I'm starting to get to that point where high school memories are starting to be, like, kind of obscure. Like, I don't remember every, like, little detail like I used to. Like, when I was in college, when I was in college, it would be like, yeah, high school is so, like, um, like so immediate. Like, um, um, it happened, like, a couple years ago. I could remember, like, my day-to-day schedule. I could not tell you how much time I had. But I always remember it being just a little, just, just a little bit too little time to get to, like, my various Yeah, classes. your school was huge. I yeah, remember yeah. you showed me your school once. And I was like, hey, this is bigger than our college. And our college yeah. was admittedly smaller yeah. than my high school but yeah. my high school was itty bitty well i mean our college was just a warehouse it's really it's really yeah. what it was. it was it was an old uh not pa- well, panavision panasonic it was, a, it, 
it was Panavision, a Panavision, that's what it was. Uh, Old camera, Panavision camera, camera building tech. house or camera testing house, something like that. So, okay, so we have we so it goes back and forth between this walking and sitting simulator. So, like the next time we're sitting, it's the cafeteria. That's when the big cafeteria fight happens. Okay, mm-hmm. next thing is a kind of a mix up because you don't sit in woodshop class or metalwork class. You actually have to walk around and go to the various things to work on your project. So now you have this. But when you're working walk- on stuff, you got to be very careful not to mess yeah. it up because if you're in woodshop working with the wood glue and you splash something, you put your wood blocks together too fast, you're going to get wood glue all over well, yourself. Also, well, ruin I'm, I'm, your outfit. I, I think this is where it can get a little bit more buck wild is like, um, so you're in this metal shop class and you need to make sure you're dodging all the wood glue and all the other things that people are are like throwing at you while working on your piece. But if you get distracted and your hand grazes that drill, guess what? Now you're going, you're going home. home because of a medical a medical injury. <laughs> so it's like you it just I'm trying to figure Damn, out like, we how really are just making evolve. high school Five Nights at Freddy's sister location, huh? Just a bunch of different little mini games where we're playing with the idea of being stuck in one spot or very limited yeah, moving but it's around. A bu- but it's a bullet hell. Like it's No, I love it. I love yeah. the twist on it. Yeah, so it's like you have to the idea of solving puzzles while like just shit is flying at you. I love that. I love that. Okay. So let's decide on a nug. Um, I'm voting our boxing simulator because I've just I feel like that's a lot of fun. I feel like it's our most like drawn out. I mean, it's our most developed thing. And I think we could utilize some modifiers for it. I'm interested in the in the boxing simulator as well. I think that what we need to do is we need to set up set up where what exactly we intend this app or this game to do, because I Mm -hmm. think this game is bigger than a game, right? This is a lifestyle. This is an app. This is a way to track and train yourself and, again, also digitally square up against everybody. I think it's time for us in the real world to have anime power levels like Dragon Ball Z and God of High School characters. Like you have when you roll up to somebody, it's just uh, what's that? The power. What's the thing called from Dragon Ball Z where it's like they have Uh, Dragon Ball Z. It's a power level. Yeah. But like, what's the thing called that they wear on their eye? It's like a power. power Oh, a scanner. Scanner that yeah because I remember it was like something it's like a one word thing so you're saying like every in God person, of High School they wear bracelets that have the little little number on them to say what level they are and there are some characters that can suppress their level what and then there are some characters that just like when they get angry their level goes up whoa it's really cool read God of High dumb. School that's dumb fuck you I don't like fuck that you. I don't like that that fuck reminds me of, I'm that sick reminds of you me disrespecting my shit here that reminds me of table tennis and like how chess works is where it's like. There's this just there's just this giant list of people that are like here's all of their this is what their exact pointage is and it's like it's boring. No 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 don't boring. worry their power levels are like really Stupid. small it's shit like I think the highest power level I remember is like 27 like it's small numbers. Small. People, that's people even be like, more boring. Why put be a like, number damn, on it? Why put a number bud, on you it? Because watch that's out not for a that power. Guy. He's a, a he's fucking... level nine. Okay, let me give you an, uh, <laughs> let me give you a better example that utilizes that to a much cooler fucking degree. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. I was about also... to say, if you pull yeah. out Yu Gi Oh, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> no, Demon Slayer operates off of a number system. Like the big antagonists in the series, they're all they're all like numbered. I think one through ten. But what makes it? What's that? The thing nah, that that's adds a top. Top 10 list, that's different. You, no, you, top no, 10 no, list no, 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 it's not. Di- okay, it, it, okay, it's just people with fucking numbers on their heads, AJ. Two reasons. <laughs> One, it's they don't wear a fucking stupid bracelet. They have it tat 
tattooed on their eyeballs. That's radical. That's cool as fuck. And they're also, what's even cooler, they're not just given their dumb, stupid, like, oh, they're number 27, oh, they're number 26. No, it's they're called, they're either the lower moons or the upper moons. It's like, the lower okay, moons are like, problem. that's cool. It's That's so fucking cool. It's very cool in an anime. Here's the problem. I'm not going to create an app that requires people to get their eyeballs tattooed if they're the strongest people on the earth. I mean, if you're going to brag on, about it. Now, hold on. What if we did that? I, mean, I said it out loud and I thought about it, and it's maybe the dopest shit. Can we create a culture? Here's the thing. We know tech bros are stupid. They'll buy into anything. Can we get gym tech bros to buy into the idea that the coolest people on earth get their rank tattooed on themselves? They get their fucking And if they get too weak and get power. outdone, they have to get a different tattoo put on them to cover oh. up their old number tattoo. <laughs> Jesus. So you're saying, okay, I like that because that implies they have to get the other tattoo like written over. Like, and I'm just picturing like tattoo whiteout where it's just like, all right, well, let's just cover that up. Like just draw on it with a Sharpie and then they got to do a tattoo on top of it. And that's just hilarious to me. Um, so are you saying number one, is that the ranking? How we do this where it's like, Hey, the person who works out the most or has the highest level is given this tattoo and they can they can get just some like maybe the top 10 of this thing is that what you're going for that i mean that's the question right is like how do we mm-hmm. want to qualify who becomes the most powerful people on the app is it like did are, is this a fighting app or is this just an app of gains and like Let me pitch are we, am you on am this, I going to boy. go out there and try to get Amanda Nunes to get a tattoo, or am I going to go out and find Olympic weightlifters to get their cool tattoos? How about Amanda this? Nunes would be kind of kind of funny though, because people would see her and they'd be like, "Whoa, an eleven? And it's like, "No, bud, that's two number ones." Let me. I think let Amanda me Nunes this, is the double you, champion. You, you, Hold you on. brought up you brought up tech bros, and you're right. Tech bros will buy into anything. Um, NFTs have shown us that they love their fads and they love being able to spend all the money that they don't need. So what if we turn this into a bragging rights for these gym bros and also a really clever marketing plan? AJ, to play this game and to show up on the ranks, you have to get a QR code on your forearm. That <laughs> QR code, you can show off to anybody. And because, I don't, I, weird thing, weird side note on the this. The QR code will um, have a number in it. That is how we, that's people, how we digitize yeah, it. People, people always <laughs> ask about QR codes. And I know this for a specific reason. The moment you turn it into a fashion or some sort of artistic design, not like it, not, I'm not talking like a QR code you see on it on like a telephone pole. You're talking on about my, how you have a patch on your patch exactly, jacket of a QR code. Exactly. Exactly. And everyone's exactly. so curious about everybody's every but every time I walk into a room with that, I, I have this punk rock jacket as my battle jacket has like a bunch of like pins and patches of bands and shit. Um, but on my left arm, I have this pink QR code that um, takes to takes you to my favorite song ever made. And it's breaking out by the proto men. But every time I go to a party with that jacket, it always gets questions. Now, imagine that. But it's on a forearm. It's on your it's somewhere that's there to be like, that's a conversation starter everywhere. It's like, oh, hey, if you want to you, you want to see my number, uh, here's my QR code. And then it just like it just shows the last gym photo they took or it shows like it the sh- photo. It, it takes you to a profile <laughs> with their most recent gym photo and then a breakdown all of, of, their, all of stats. their stats. Yes. Yes. Their stats. Yeah, their number, I think it's that. time to give gym pros their own co-star. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Okay, okay, okay. So we should talk about, um, is this a game that has modifiers or 
is it kind of just because our modifiers this week for those this that don't know this isn't a we game have, Blake this is a yeah, this is a lifestyle this is a, this is a, <laughs> this is a tool for the people <laughs> all right i guess we're gonna postpone modifiers then this week we'll do that next week thank you for all the people that have submitted them this week and we will we need a name use them for our, our next app. game um oh god is it just is it i mean you could call it gym shark because a lot of fucking gym bros like calling themselves that and i don't know why and it's like that's weirdly aggressive too it's like you're a gym but shark, gym so shark like, does sound like an app is the thing like oh yeah hit me up on gym shark Oh, yeah. Just, you know I what mean, I mean? Like, it has a nice mm-hmm. resonance to it. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. explain why. And, I mean, because sharks are sharks are cool. Because, like, sharks are awesome. I don't understand why dude bros got to call themselves gym sharks. It's weirdly aggressive. But I think that's a great name for a video game. Unless gym- we want to try to get the word clean in there somewhere. <laughs> we can call it game gym shark. It's, that's awkward. nothing. That's nothing, and you know Wait. it. Apologize. You're wasting no. my time and the no, listeners. Fuck you. No, because of games. <laughs> because of game sharks, AJ. The classic game. The gla- classic tool that would allow you to get all of the rare candies for Pokemon. Oh, yeah, fucking game shark. Come on. <laughs> what was I talking about a few minutes ago about getting? Yeah, old you don't remember because you're so fucking old and your brain's filled with moths. <laughs> Okay, so what the Back fuck? in my day, we had a gym shark, <laughs> and games came on discs. Come on. <laughs> you could go out and buy a game and then play it when you got home. Yeah, Grandpa, whatever. <laughs> I could just stream it now. Oh, fuck. I hate, man. I'm, you know, I hope I don't turn into a crotchety old man, but I know I'm going to turn into a crotchety old gamer. Like, I know that. I know it. I just know it. Because, like, I like I like my discs. I like my collection of physical things. It makes it, it it's it's nice. It makes me feel safe. Um, <laughs> so, Back in my day, we got two halos. Yeah, whatever, we Grandpa. We have got, we've got the one halo for the next 18 years. God, d- Grandpa, shut up. Destiny's cooler than Halo. Fuck. You're, the kids are right on that one. <laughs> so, okay. Are we just calling it Gymshark? Like, Gymshark's going to be the move, I think. Okay. All right. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I'm Let's sorry for bullying notes. you, Grandpa. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's funny. <laughs> Blake, would you like to go to Patch Notes? I would. I would very much like to go to Patch Notes. I thought you would. Let's go over there. I'm sure there's something cool. What's up, gamers? We just want to say if you like this show and you like what we do and we made you laugh at least once, you'll to yourself to leave a, spo- a Spotify and iTunes review for your two favorite boys and or your least favorite chuckle fucks. Either one. You can you can you can state that in the beginning oh, of the I would iTunes love review. that. If people were like, oh yeah, Blake and AJ, they're my least favorite podcasters, <laughs> but I do listen to them all the time. Oh god, that they're has, my like, least favorite podcasters. See, I, I, okay, on that topic, I won't stand on it too long, but uh, a mutual friend of ours, his name's Matt. Um, he and I have this really weird tradition now and it, of like anytime I release a new like painting video or a love death and dice video, he'll give me a compliment followed by a death threat. And, <laughs> and I think that's just the and I pin it to the YouTube comments every time. So anybody who doesn't know <laughs> me and Matt's like friendship just sees that it's it'll they'll think like, well, that's weird as fuck. And the idea of an iTunes like of leaving iTunes reviews, hopefully not death threats, but that are just like jokingly 
poking fun at all of the shit that's bad about the podcast i think is actually kind of funny it'd be um, pretty good it'd be hey it's leave us fi- I'll, I'll hey, it. hey everybody leave us five stars and then neg us a little bit we love <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> or the opposite As do always like, our do, intro do, do no stars and then and then positive review i mean actually no. i don't know if that does that one fuck no up no the don't algorithm? do don't, don't do negative don't do the negative <laughs> stars only positive stars please Okay, AJ only wants to be negged jokingly. He doesn't like actually yes. being negged. Yeah, don't be mean. Coward, Come coward. on, you gotta give like you Buddy. gotta you gotta give me the goods and also insult me. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. As always, our intro and outro music is "Cheap Shot" by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart, and I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.